You're listening to Highly Unique Radio. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all, everybody out there across the radio airways, wherever you're tuning in from. Shout out to my Facebook family checking in each and every Sunday. We're here, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. This is Free Speech with Moet. And, of course, I am Moet. You can follow me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, anything that's anything. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. All right, y'all. Y'all already know what I like to say at the start of my show is that I love all people. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I love all people, whether you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever your race, whatever your ethnicity, whoever your people are, I love all people. I just have a really deep-seated passion for my people because it is beyond time for us to adjust our crowns and really get it together. All right, if you have any topic that you would like discuss or you want to shout out or anything like that definitely shoot me a text leave me a voicemail 678-653-2024 that's 678-653-2024 and i'm about to get into a short commercial break and then whenever we get back we're going to get into the show i'll be back in a moment you have a small business that you're looking to get off the ground Feel some added promotion will get you the recognition that you need? Take matters into your own hands and get your very own customized commercial made that's tailored to your business needs. Contact Moet at IamMoet at gmail.com. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. She will get your business description, budget, and the message you want to convey and develop a customized commercial just for you and your business. That's IMOET at gmail.com. I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. Get your commercial and get in front of more people today. Please understand. Please understand. Do you have a project that you're working on that can be enhanced by some visual graphics? working on a book and or video game and need your characters illustrated contact Guyana Mitchell at llmitchellarts at gmail.com that's l-l-m-i-t-c-h-e-l-l art at gmail.com with a degree in art and illustration she can bring your visions to life follow her on Instagram and Twitter at llmitchellarts that's at L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L Art. And check out her work today. Book Lyanna Mitchell for your concept art and illustration. Need someone that can brighten up your event just by walking into the room? Someone that is very personable and can motivate the masses? Then head on over to www.imoet.us. That's www.iammoet.us. And book Moet to speak at and or attend your next event. Moet is a beautiful model with a strong passion to motivate the masses. She's been through a lot, so she can relate to a lot. Her skills include motivational speaking, modeling, and hosting. And that's just the name of you. Book her for your next event and or project by visiting www.imoet.us. That's www.imoet.us. 
dot i a m m o e t t dot u s. Moet motivation over everything that trends. Hey you, yeah you, listening to this radio right now. Have you followed me on all social media platforms yet? Well, go ahead and hop on your Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Type in I am Moet. That's I A M M O E T T. And make sure you hit that follow button. Wait, wait, wait. There's one more. Head on over to YouTube, you know, YouTube.com, and type in Moet LLC. That's M O E T T L L C. And hit that subscribe button. I post videos every Monday and Wednesday. So get inspired and check out some dope content. You got all that? <laughs> Good. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. For those of you guys that are just tuning in, this is Free Speech with Moet. And of course, I am Moet. You can follow me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, anything that's anything. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. All right, y'all. Again, if you have a shout out, you want a shout out, or you have any questions, comments, concerns, a topic that you would like discussed, definitely DM me or shoot me a text message or leave me a voicemail at 678-653-2024. That's 678-653-2024. All right, y'all. So the first topic I have for you guys today is... That recently, some families in the Northwest Atlanta community have got some flyers that were distributed into their driveways by someone or some people portraying to be or claiming to be the KKK. Now, the flyers were from what they believe is the Ku Klux Klan, and it appeared in their driveways sometime within the last week. Now, the Atlanta Police Department has confirmed that they are investigating to determine if this act, act was an attempt to intimidate the community. The Riverside residents received flyers at their homes that claimed, quote, the KKK is here to stay, end quote. The flyer also lists the many types of people they do not like. It was a hateful message wrapped up in a plastic bag and delivered into the driveways of the families that stayed in that community now many now many of the families believe the unwanted gifts were tossed out of the window of a car during broad daylight they're not sure the attorney general chris carr requested the assistance of the georgia bureau of investigation to see exactly who was behind this what happened to different stuff like that now in regards to this i just want to state that even if it was a joke even if it was a prank or different things like that, that is not something that you joke about. That is not something that you play about because the history of the KKK is very strong and there are still a whole lot of racist people out here in the world. Sad to say, yes, we still deal with racism very real in today's society. In 2022, racism is still real. Like, so that's nothing to be joking about. That is not a joke. Um, hopefully they do get down to the bottom of this to see exactly who was behind it, why it happened, and different things like that. Now, this next story comes from my mom. I got the information from a New York Post article. Now, it's in reference to 10-year-old uh, <clears throat> Izzy Tishinor. 
pretty sure I pronounced her name wrong, but her name is Izzy Tishnor. Her real name is Isabella, but she goes by Izzy. She was 10 years old. She's from Utah. She killed herself after students and teachers complained that she smelled. Now, she was on the autism spectrum, and she took her own life in November 2021. Her mother alleged that the child had been bullied due to her race and disability. An investigative report commissioned by the Davis School District found that Izzy was told by classmates and even her teachers that she smelled and needed to bathe. The report found that there were no, quote, direct evidence, end quote, she had been bullied because of her autism. Now, the report also found that Foxborough Elementary School, which is where Izzy attended school, failed to protect the girl by not investigating her mother's allegations that Izzy was being bullied in a timely manner. According to the report, the staff at Foxborough did not show, quote, actual knowledge, end quote, of the district's definition of, quote, unquote, bullying, and that the school had supposedly created a environment quote in which bullying could go underreported uninvestigated and unaddressed end quote now weeks after izzy's death the justice department detailed a troubling pattern in the school district in which black and asian american students were harassed for years and officials had ignored complaints from students and their parents the doj the doj i'm gonna learn how to talk one day i promise and y'all gonna be here for it but the DOJ had been investigating the school district since July 2019, and the findings came in a report released in October. The Davis School District said they were taking the allegations seriously and are reviewing, reviewing the report's recommendations. Now, according to the report, Foxborough received reports of alleged bullying. However, it took months for staff to create an official record, which was only done after Izzy's death. I'm going to take a moment right here because at the end of the day, anytime that a parent says that their child is being bullied and different things like that, first of all, the school administration should take that seriously to start looking into it. First of all, why you wait until after this child killed herself and then you want to start investigating it? That's, that's red flag number one for me. Second of all, why are they telling her that she smells? If she has a hygiene problem, first of all, okay, it's a correct way to be able to say something and you also need to talk to the parent because first of all i know good and well her mother ain't let her walk out the house just smelling any kind of way and if she did then she has some um wrong wrongdoing in this as well i'm not trying to place blame i'm not trying to say anything wrong i'm not trying to do or downplay the situation or anything like that but at the end of the day you know how your child looks and how your child smells before they walk out of the house so if the hygiene wasn't up to part it's not just on the student it's also on the parent because you know this child is autistic and you know that Nine times out of ten, she probably needs help while she's getting ready and stuff. So why aren't you doing the due diligence to be able to make sure that she smells good, that she looks good, that she feels good before she goes to school? Again, not placing blame, not trying to downplay the situation or anything like that. I'm just stating my opinion and what I see from the outside looking in. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened around this situation. But anyway, let me get back to the facts. Now, Brittany Tishinar Cox 
who is Izzy's mother, reported three incidents starting from September 2021, including an incident where Izzy's sister had been called a name by another student. Tishanar Cox reached out to Foxborough, claiming the same student had allegedly threatened her daughters and told them he had a gun. The student's backpack was searched by the school and surveillance video was reviewed, but there wasn't enough evidence to support the allegations. Now, a week later, Tishanar Cox again called the school claiming that the same student called Izzy's sister the N-word and touched her. But the school could not confirm the alleged incident after speaking with two quote-unquote potential witnesses. Now, it was determined by school officials that it was quote-unquote more likely than not that the incident occurred and the student was suspended and barred from eating breakfast in the school cafeteria. Tishanar Cox's children and the student also signed a contract in which both parties agreed to avoid each other. The report said that none of the over well that none of the 40 employees and students interviewed in the investigation remembered Izzy being outright bullied for being black or autistic but many made comments about her hygiene her mother complained to a teacher that Izzy was being bullied by a classmate who told the girl that she smelled and needed to wash her hair. A special education teacher told Izzy that she smelled and asked her if she had taken a shower. Tishanar Cox said that Izzy had sprayed Febreze on herself before going to school after the comments were made. An independent review found that there were no records of Izzy's autism diagnosis. Tishanar Cox asked the administration for an assessment in the fall of 2020, which she never brought Izzy in for observation or testing another request for an assessment was made in 2021 which was done the next month however it was not completed when izzy died now the review team is recommending the district train its staff on how to identify and address bullying provide diversity and equity sessions and quote trauma-informed poverty training end quote now in regards to that it's just it's sad that this child took her own life. It is very sad and it's very tragic that this child took her own life. But also at the same time, for her parent, if you're saying, if you're seeing that your child is coming home, trying to spray Febreze on herself, people are saying that she smells. Why didn't you take action to see like what you could do to help her out? Why didn't you take action to see? Because at the end of the day, well, I've been in school. We've all been in school with people that's like, Hey, did you take a shower today? Because, you know, I mean, thankfully, those children didn't take their life, thank God. And it wasn't a form of bullying. It's just a form of like, hey, like, if somebody smells, people are going to say something because that's not something that can go unnoticeable. It ain't like you can walk around and you smelling and you don't smell yourself and people don't smell you. And it's not like you can walk around your parent and your parent doesn't smell you. Now, again, I am not placing blame or trying to downplay the situation or trying to say that it's the mother's fault or anything like that. I'm just saying that all parties need to be held accountable in this situation because it doesn't just fall on the school. Yes, it falls on the school for saying those things to Izzy, for having those conversations with Izzy, for picking on Izzy and talking about her and all of that stuff, because that really hurt her feelings. School is supposed to be a safe place where kids go. Like, yes, you got to deal with bullying from other kids here and there, but school is supposed to be a place where kids are able to go and not have to worry about that. Their home is supposed to be a place where they can go and not have to worry about that. But at the end of the day, as a parent, you should have took the steps to make sure that she was up to par. Anytime your kid steps out of the house, like, you're supposed to make sure they're up to par. Now, granted, I know my kids be wanting to do some crazy stuff sometimes. 
go out the house looking any kind of way, looking crazy. But whenever I see it and I catch it, like, hey, uh-uh, you need to get that together. Because at the end of the day, whenever your child steps out of the house, they are a representation of you in some form, way, or fashion. Yes, it's okay if you don't have it all together. You can't provide. You can't have everything all together sometimes. Yes, it's okay. I get it. I understand. But you need to do the due diligence of at least making sure that child has a bath. Making sure that child has some type of, even if she wasn't able to take a bath. Okay, you need to do something. Take her somewhere where she could be able to wash up. Where she could be able to, you know what? <laughs> Let me dial it back because... <laughs> I'm going in and I should not be going in in reference to this situation. Again, I'm not trying to attack the mother. I'm not. I'm not. My heart goes out to her mother. That mother lost a child. That mother lost a child. And anytime you lose someone to suicide, that is definitely detrimental. That person taking their own life. I don't know the facts surrounding her suicide or how it happened or anything like that. But it's definitely something that you can't, it's, you can't do anything in regards to it because things are going to happen but you can notice the signs and you can have those conversations and you can do necessary steps that you can do to be able to make sure that you're being able to support the person and you're being able to do everything that you can as a parent to make sure that child is fine whenever my kids get picked on and they come home from school we have a conversation about it what happened what was said did you say anything back did you stand up for yourself like and if it's something that I need to do to correct on my end, then okay, that's what I do. I step up. My child complains about their hair. Somebody says something about their hair. Okay, let's, let's get your hair straight. So can't nobody say anything in regards to it. Somebody say something about your clothes. Okay, let's see if we can find you some different clothes. Get you something different. You know what I'm saying? People say other stuff like some children say the stupidest things like the stupidest things my child was picked on one time because somebody said that she was transgender no good and well that she's not but people just say hurtful things and mean things to a child just because they kids they don't know no better but at the end of the day they you say something to my child you're gonna be addressed about it i'm gonna let you know that period because i'm gonna call your parents i'm gonna go over to your house i'm gonna have a conversation i'm gonna call the school i'm gonna call the principal i'm gonna make sure that something is said and i'm not just gonna say it one time i'm gonna make sure that i'm following up with it because at the end of the day whenever you say something you can say something one time and it'll go in one end and out the other like the school have god knows how much stuff they have to deal with so it's not it's on their end, it is at fault if they're not following up in regards to allegations and in regards to things that are being brought up. But at the same time, like, you got to make sure that you're following up with that school. Make sure that you're following up with your child's schools for the allegations and the things that you've brought to their attention. Because a lot of times, these schools, they just fill out a form and just send it on and sit it to the side. And they don't think about it no more until you're calling in and you're like, hey, did you check on that about my child? You know what? I will get on it, ma'am. Yes, you better. Because I will come up there. I'm I'm that mother. But anyway, let me dial it back because y'all know I be going on a whole tangent and down a whole rabbit hole in regards to all of this. Now, the next topic I have is in regards to it was supposed to be because my mom sent me this TikTok about this woman who lost her child, um, who child died in defects and surprisingly a lot of kids are dying in the foster system 
and a lot of kids are dying in defects. Now I couldn't find the specific story that my mom um sent me. Um it was about a woman, her name was Katrina Hill, her daughter had died and um while she was in foster care but i couldn't find that specific story but i did find another story uh, from an article in the tennessee tribune now the tennessee department of children's services took lucretia hill's children away on january the 29th 2021 and the reason was exposure to drugs and lack of supervision now dakari who was one years old at the time picked up a percocet pill from the floor in the bathroom now y'all know sometimes you you watch the kids uh like you you could be pinned to their side you watch them all the time you turn your back for one second they've been uh, picked up something like what you got in your mouth like y'all know that's how kids are like it's just but this that's what happened in this case the child was running around picked up something off the floor and it turned out to be a percocet but so the kid picked up a percocet from the floor in the bathroom now the child the child's mother had been taking meds after having her tubes tied and she spilled the container and picked them up but accidentally left one now there were no illicit drugs found in the home and the mother tested negative for opioids now the child's father dominique green was watching the kids while lucretia hill who was the mother was born well not was born what am i talking about I'm going to get my words together one day. But while she was working from home that day, and he had gave Dakari a shower and put him down for a nap. But his breathing became labored, and he became unresponsive. That is at that moment that Lucretia called 911. And when the ambulance arrived, Dakari was barely conscious with pinpoint pupils, which is a sign that he needs a shot of Narcon. So they gave him a shot of Narcon, and he was taken to Tanova Hospital in Clarksville and then transferred to Vanderbilt Children's Hospital. Vanderbilt ran more tests. There was nothing else wrong with him. His vitals on January the 30th, 2021 were, quote, constitutional, well-developed, well-nourished, and in no distress. Pupils are equal, round, and reactive to light. Breath sounds normal. No respiratory distress. He exhibits normal muscle tone, coordination normal. Skin is warm and dry. No rash noted. End quote. Toxicology. Quote. Patient's UDS was presumptive positive for opioids. All other testing was negative. He was weaned from Narcon at 3 a.m. and watched closely for change in mental status. So social worker was consulted in setting of ingestion. They felt patient was stable to go home end quote now the vanderbilt doctors concluded that dakari's overdose was accidental and the social workers thought he should go home now somewhere in between that time i'm not sure why they decided all of a sudden that they wanted to take the kids out of the home because at that moment clearly they stated that it was accidental they see that it was accidental and the kids should go home now both parents were at home at the time Dakari picked up what looked like a piece of candy and he ate it and the children had not been neglected or abused. Now Dakari recovered quickly, but DCS stepped in and took him, Dakayla and Lamara, who was 10 at the time, into custody. Now Dakayla was six months old, the Lamara was 10 and Dakari was one. Now, <clears throat> Through a series of jumping through hoops and different things like that, over the next four months, those things led to the, the death of Dakayla. 
of course i'm gonna give you guys the facts so let's go down this rabbit hole now the davidson county district attorney general glenn funk has opened a homicide investigation but dcs is no telling how that's going to come out in regards to that now the dcs caseworker brooke brooke brooks that's her name, Brooke Brooks, took the children into custody at Tanova Hospital in Clarksville on January 29, 2021. It's DCS policy to try and place children with family members, both maternal and paternal grandparents live close to Lucretia. Now, both parents, grandparents live close to the mother, but DCS still skipped over them. Even though the grandparents were even willing to take the kids, they stepped over them and they decide to, what it says, they decide to place the children with Lucretia's sister, Tiana Arnold, who is 35, who lives in Antioch, more than one hour away to the south, but still in Tennessee. Now, <clears throat> Lucretia said, quote, I was going up there every day, seeing the kids back and forth every day when I got off work. End quote. Now, t- what the girl name? Tiana asked Brooks for a childcare va- voucher, but she didn't provide one. So Hill, Lucretia, sent her sister three money transferred to pay for it, totaling $897 between March 16th and May the 5th. Now, Lucretia told the news reporters that her sister left the toddlers at home with no adult in the house while she went to work. First of all, first of all, why you leave them kids at the house by themselves? Why, why she leave the kids at the house by themselves at all? Them kids are not even at an age where they could be able to watch themselves, let alone each other. So why you leave them at the house by themselves? Not to mention the fact you asked for a voucher. The state didn't give you a voucher. That's fine. Okay. But then the mom sent you money to be able to pay for child care. So what did you do with that money? What did you do with that money? You didn't get child care. You left the kids at the house by themselves. Anyway, let me continue on. Let me continue on before I go on my rant. Now, Tiana told Lucretia that she had a neighbor who checked in on the kids occasionally. Now, DCS caseworkers never visited Tiana's home after the kids were placed there. And Lucretia said, quote, they took my children away and placed them with my sister. They gave me a parenting plan saying that it was supposed to be dismissed in April if I got everything completed, which I did. End quote. Now, that parenting plan and everything that Lucretia had to complete included a drug test, an alcohol and drug education program, and a mental assessment. Now, whenever Lucretia came to court with records showing she had done what DCS told her to do, the she was supposed to be getting reinstated, but Brooks, the caseworker, wasn't there. The DCS team coordinator, Carmen Davis, was there, and Davis said that they were not going through the reunification because someone had reported the children were being abused and they had to investigate. Now, Davis assigned a new caseworker, a Kendra Patterson, who told Lucretia she couldn't find Brooks' file on Lucretia's case. So basically, at this point, they were saying that they couldn't find the information in regards to her case and this and that and the third. So the custody hearing would have to be rescheduled. Now, Lucretia had to go through all of the DCS education programs and the plan all over again and Patterson assured Hill everything would be dismissed at the next court date 
Now, it's not sure exactly what happened to DeKayla or when, but she arrived at Vanderbilt Children's Hospital in a coma on May the 19th. She had a bruise on her forehead and blood in her eyes. The autopsy showed DeKayla has suffered blunt force trauma. She was on a breathing machine for five weeks and never came to. And the Lucretia ended up having to take, like, she ended up having to make the decision to take DeKayla off of off of um life support now dcs acted quickly and removed the remaining two children from tiana's house and placed them in a foster home on may the 19th now the caseworker jasmine pina helped with the funeral and arranged for dakari and 10 year old lamara to be placed with tanja lyle who is dominique's mom in the second week of june they stayed with her for seven months and the juvenile court judge tim barnes finally dismissed the case and released the children into lucretia's custody on november the 23rd and it's sad that this family had to go through this what else does it say now it's just sad. Now, the department spent a lot of money in regards to getting kids and all of that. Now, DeKayla Green died on June the 16th, 2021. Now, the crazy thing in regards to this case is that this mother lost a child. Like, this mother lost a child. Not to mention the countless other people that lost a child. Because, the first of all, why were the kids taken? in the first place why were the kids taken if they were initially taken to the hospital and it was ruled to be an accident but then now all of a sudden y'all decide like oh it could be something going on and this that and the third but it's plenty of children not to mention the story that i just spoke on last week of anaya day who lost her life at the hands of her mother because the state wouldn't step in and take her from that home even though she showed up to school with black eyes and different things like that and plenty of people were constantly telling the state like yo she's being abused she needs to be out of that home but they never took her out of that home and she ended up losing her life at four years old now in regards to this this family it was just an accident an overdose by accident it was an accident. It was an accident that that child picked up that. And it was determined by doctors that it was an accident. But you guys still wanted to drag it out and take it like, oh, it was an accident and blah, 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 blah. Like, really? Seriously? That's what that's what y'all going with. That's what y'all going with. And they took the kids out of the home. And then you didn't place them with the grandparents who were able to take care of the children said they wanted to take care of the children but you stepped over them looked over them placed them over an hour away from home didn't help that woman with childcare, but also it's a fault on the end of the sister as well because even though the state didn't give you a voucher for child care you still had your sister sending you money for child care so you should have got some child care for those children instead of leaving those children at home by themselves because there's no reason for those kids to be at home by themselves and on the fault of the state the department of children and family services they shouldn't have left those kids there knowing that they were being unattended because I'm pretty sure you guys got reports that those kids were being unattended. But, oh, never mind that. And now this baby ends up dying. Not even a year old. Not even a year old. And this child died. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in regards to this case. I don't know what has happened in regards to this case. That is just the information that I have found. And honestly, it's 
crazy because I never thought exactly how many people, how many kids were losing their lives that were actually in foster care, that were taken out of the parents' home, whether wrongfully or rightfully. Either way, it doesn't matter for whatever reason those kids, yes, it's wrong to take them out of the home whenever they ain't supposed to be taken out of the home. Yes, that's wrong. But for whatever reason those kids were taken out of the home, there's no reason for a child to lose their life whenever you're supposed to be placing them in a safer situation. You're supposed to be placing them in a safer situation. And for all the kids, I don't know if it's any kids that's listening, but for all the kids, if you have a safe and you have a happy home and you have parents that are providing for you, you should be thankful and grateful because there are plenty children out here that wish their parents cared, that wish their parents would pay them some attention, that wish their parents would be able to provide for them, that wish their parents would be there for them, that wish their parents would actually show them some love and dedication and different things like that. So you should be grateful. But it's just an eye-opening thing because it's like, yo, like, why are all of these kids losing their life in foster care? And on the hands of the state, like, yes, I know, y'all probably overloaded. Y'all probably got so much work going on and different things like that. But y'all need to start creating a plan and a strategy to be able to delegate the certain people to different situations in different areas to be able to look into these things, look into these allegations, check up on, have a checkup plan to check up on the children's health and different things like that that are being placed in foster care, that are being placed in, the, in these different homes. Because let's be honest, we've seen videos, we've seen movies, we've seen different stuff of people that sign up to be foster parents and really they just want to check they don't care how many people that they could fit in the house how they treat them or different things like that they just want to be able to get the check from the state because once you sign up as a foster parent you could get a check from the state and so a lot of people sad to say they don't get into foster care for the right reasons they don't even like kids for real if we being honest, yes, it's cool and it's easy to put on a fake front for a second because you just got to go through an evaluation period. You know, you got to go through the pattern and all of that. So you put on your face, you know, you be happy, you be smiling, you do whatever so that you could be able to get that check. And then once that check is cashed and you don't, you don't even care about the kids. And that's crazy. And if you're a parent that's out there doing that, you're wrong and you need to stop it because you are a part of the problem. But. Anyway, I'm done ranting. I'm done raving. I'm done with that. Let me get into a short commercial break. And then whenever we get back, I'm going to get into my final topic before I get to my interview. All right. I'll be back in a moment. Do you have a project that you're working on that can be enhanced by some visual graphics? Working on a book and or video game and need your characters illustrated? Contact Lyanna Mitchell at llmitchellart at gmail.com. That's L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L art at gmail.com. With a degree in art and illustration, she can bring your visions to life. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter at llmitchellart. That's at L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L Art. And check out her work today. Book Lyanna Mitchell for your concept art and illustration. (laughs) 
Do you have a small business that you're looking to get off the ground? Feel some added promotion will get you the recognition that you need? Take matters into your own hands and get your very own customized commercial made that's tailored to your business needs. Contact Moet at IamMoet at gmail.com. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. She will get your business description, budget, and the message you want to convey and develop a customized commercial just for you and your business. That's IamMoet at gmail.com. I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. Get your commercial and get in front of more people today. Please understand. Please understand. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Listening to this radio right now. Have you followed me on all social media platforms yet? Well, go ahead and hop on your Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Type in I am Moet. That's I A M M O E T T. And make sure you hit that follow button. Wait, wait, wait. There's one more. Head on over to YouTube, you know, youtube.com, and type in Moet LLC. That's M O E T T L L C. And hit that subscribe button. I post videos every Monday and Wednesday. So get inspired and check out some dope content. You got all that? <laughs> Good. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. For those of you guys that are just tuning in, this is Free Speech with Moet. And of course, I am Moet. You can follow me everywhere on instagram twitter snapchat anything that's anything that's i-a-m-m-o-e-t-t that's i-a-m-m-o-e-t-t and if you have a topic or anything you would like discussed i just want to shout out um i don't check my phone while i'm on the air but you know what i'm saying i got you on the next show just send me a text message or leave me a voicemail 678-653-2024 now this next topic comes from um somebody that i have been associated with previously in the past his name is akil hill and it's about the lucky tollgate now this <clears throat> now this article is from cnn now what happened was basically that there were protesters there at the tollgate and they were gunned down by the nigerian government there were protesters out there peacefully protesting because it was during the whole in SARS thing and different things like that which I didn't know was what was going on at that time I didn't I didn't really look into it too deep and different things like that but I saw like everybody like wearing the shirts putting up the signs in SARS in SARS different things like that and at that night there were peaceful protesters there and they ended up being gunned down by the Nigerian government and they tried to cover it up but anyway let me give you guys the facts. Now, there was lethal violence committed by the Nigerian military on the night of October 20th, October, October, <laughs> October 20th, 2020. And it was considered a quote unquote massacre that was, that was 
considered that by the government appointed panel. Now they concluded that it was a massacre and the judicial panel of inquiry and restitution at the Lagos court of arbitration have been charged with investigating the Lekki Tollgate shooting in Lagos when Nigerian security forces opened fire on young people protesting peacefully against alleged police brutality. Now, the report took more than a year to produce and accuses the Nigerian government, well, the Nigerian army officers of having, quote, shot, injured and killed unarmed, helpless and defenseless protesters without provocation or justification while they were waving the Nigerian flag and singing the national anthem and the manner of assault and killing could in context be described as a massacre, end quote. The panel also found, quote, the conduct of the Nigerian army was exact, exacerbated, exacerbated by its refuse to allow ambulances render medical assistance to victims who required such assistance. The army was also found not to have adhered to its own rules of engagement, end quote. Now, CNN's investigation found the Nigerian army fired live rounds into crowds at Lekki Tollgate, killing and wounding several people. Multiple witnesses also told CNN that ambulances were prevented from entering the site to help wounded protesters and despite an abundance of video evidence, the Nigerian government denied that protesters were shot. Nigeria's Minister of Information, al Alhahi, I'm pretty sure I got that name all the way wrong. Alhahi, Alhahi, Lay Mohammed described the incident as quote unquote phantom massacre and continued to dismiss CNN's investigation as fake news. Now, I just want to say, I just feel like I want to take a moment. Um, any government officials, please do not come for me or my family. I just, get on here and I state the facts and I give my opinion. That's what I do whenever I come on here. And I mean, hey, if it uh, they say a hit dog will holler. So at the end of the day, whenever you're doing wrong, if you don't want it to be exposed and you don't want it to be talked about, then you should not be doing it. Like, that's the reason why I have this show. I have the right to freedom of speech. That's why this is called Free Speech with Moet, because I'm going to speak freely, and I'm going to give you guys the facts, and I'm going to put my little two cents in the mix as well. But anyway, let me get back to the facts. Now, around 70 victims of police brutality have been awarded a total of 410 million naira, which is around a million dollars in U.S. cash as compensation. And first of all, Whenever you look at the number 410 million, it's like, okay, they were awarded this amount of money, but it's like, it only constitutes to a million dollars in, in U.S. money. That's crazy. Those people deserve more money than that for all of the things that they done been through, for the things that they went through, for the government trying to cover up all of this stuff and all. You know what? Let me continue on because <laughs> let me continue on. Now, demonstrators have been taking part in daily protests across Nigeria for nearly two weeks. This is the thing. This is the backstory, the things that happened. Now, demonstrators have been taking part in daily protests across Nigeria for only two weeks over widespread claims of kidnapping, harassment, and extortion by a police unit known as the Special Anti-Robbery Squad, which is SARS. Now, the shooting on October 20th ultimately ended 
ended all of that basically and it was the i promise oh jesus my add be stepping in sometimes like hey gotcha what's up <laughs> and i'll be like yo wait a minute i'm in the middle of something <laughs> all right so the shooting on october 20th was during a protest which was a movement known as quote well, not quote, but hashtag in SARS. Now, the investigating panel was initially set up in October 2020 by the Lagos state government to look into cases of alleged police brutality and the now disbanded special anti-robbery squad. And later, they were tasked with investigating the Tollgate incident. Now, the panel's report furthermore alleges cover-up attempts by police saying that they cleaned up the aftermath of the shooting at Lakey Tollgate and failed to preserve the scene for investigators. The report says, quote, the police officers also tried to cover up their actions by picking up bullets, end quote. Now, they also accused Nigerian authorities of tampering with CCTV footage and removing the bodies of the dead from the scene. Now, the report recommends that all members of the Nigerian army, except for one major general that were deployed to the Lekki Tollgate, face, quote, appropriate disciplinary action and be stripped of their status, end quote. Now, <clears throat> in regards to this, it's a tragedy. And that the, the Nigerian government really did try to cover this incident up. They really did try to cover this incident up because, like, I watched the videos. I watched the videos. I was following the people. Like, I even started following DJ Switch, who ended up having to flee the country because she went live during that time. And she had tons of live videos and different stuff like that. Like, she's real big on activism and standing up against the government and different things like that. Like... But those videos showed, like, them shooting at the people, like, them people going down. And then after all of it went down, then the Nigerian government was just like, what are you guys talking about? We didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. You didn't see nothing. Like, if them protesters didn't have that video footage, I'm telling you, wouldn't nothing come of it. If the protesters didn't have that their own videos and their own accounts from going live and different things like that, then they wouldn't nothing come of it because they went out there, picked up bullets, moved people's bodies, like they cleaned up the whole area to make it look like, oh, we didn't do anything. I don't know what they're talking about. And many people lost their lives. You got people out there with their families, with their brothers, their sisters, different stuff like that, and they watched them get gunned down by the government. They were out there. The people didn't even do anything. They were just out there peacefully protesting, peacefully protesting, and then next thing you know, they was being gunned down by the government, and that's what was happening. And it's crazy because those people had to witness all of that, and now to see, like, Whenever I initially looked at it, I'm like, okay, 410 million, like, you can't get that lives back, but that money gonna help something, but that ain't no money. And it's 410 million because of how high inflation, y'all think inflation is affecting us here? Inflation is going crazy overseas. Inflation is going crazy over there in Nigeria, Zimbabwe, all of them places. Inflation is like, they stuff is going, go up by the day. A tomato might be a hundred dollars a day, two hundred dollars tomorrow for them. And it's crazy. It is so crazy. And the weight of their dollar is, is barely nothing compared to our dollar. So it's crazy. I feel like those families should definitely be awarded more money by the government. If they ain't got it, they need to take out a loan or something, find it somewhere. 
because that family definitely needs to be awarded more money and it doesn't it's not to say like in any instance in any case whenever there's injustice or anything like that like yes okay you gave these guys money and different things like that like yes that's good all right you give them guys money for reparations that's great but you still can't give them their family member back you can't give that person their life back people that people that have been wrongfully incarcerated for over 20 30 15 16 years since they was children since they were young out of the lessons and different things like that you release them out of jail and then you give them a lump sum of money like bro you can't give them that time back you can't give them their life back it don't matter how much you try to spin it around or anything like that you can't give them people their lives back even in this instance you're awarding these people this money which is dirt crap honestly you killed over 70 people out there like a million dollars ain't gonna go but so far between 70 people i'm sorry to say but that's a fact a million dollars is only gonna go so far between 70 people 70 families and that's crazy because you guys should be giving these people more money no it's not gonna bring that family member back it's not it's not and it's crazy because a lot of these things we don't talk about these things and we don't see these things just like i tell you guys like on my show like you don't know what you don't know period even whenever i be doing my research and stuff i be like wow these things actually took place like wow oh my god like that bombing the government bombed a whole freaking family in freaking philadelphia back in like i forgot i think it was like 1974 or something like that but i talked about it on one of my past shows it's crazy it's just crazy how much stuff has taken place and how many things have gone on and we don't know nothing about it and then at the end of the day it's also a fact that they control the media as well so of course they you don't you don't hear too much about it because they're gonna talk about it for a moment and then it's gone just like george floyd brianna taylor all of those people we ain't really talking about them no more but they lost their lives brianna taylor still ain't got justice because they never convicted those officers the good thing is that freaking george floyd those officers got convicted those officers got convicted and charged we actually saw justice in that moment but everything else that's still that was one that was one incident ain't nobody else the amara aubrey case yes those people got convicted and charged okay we got we got some justice there but that's we still got over a thousand other people that ain't got that ain't got justice we still got tons of other families that their family member has lost their life to officers and different things like that. And we still ain't got justice for that. Not to, ooh, I'm, I'm gonna be talking about next week. I, I ran across something that shows over, what is, I think it was over 174 people dying over a certain time span at the hands of police in 2020. It's crazy. It's crazy. And a lot of these stories we don't know nothing about. Yeah. Exactly. Those people will never get their lives back. People will never get their lives back after they've been wrongfully killed, wrongfully incarcerated, different things like that. And I talk about it all the time that the government is like, a little while later, they'll come out and be like, oh, we're sorry. 
we're sorry this happened and blah 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 we apologize and this and that and the third the family is awarded this and this and that and the third but you knew it was wrong whenever you was doing it you knew it was wrong whenever you was making the decision you knew it was wrong whenever you were convicting the people you knew it was wrong whenever you were whenever you were killing them like granted those people that were wrongfully incarcerated and they had time to be able to get out and get their lives back but some people they incarcerated so long that's all you know in your mind that's all you know in your mind so whenever you get out you don't know nothing else not to mention whenever they place you in solitary and all of that you got to come back to society and try to figure out how to live try to relearn how to live try you can't get that time back you know how much things change in a week imagine how much things change in 15 years not to say those people that ain't even live we still ain't got justice for freaking Kendrick Johnson. I talked about him last week. We ain't got justice for him either. Y'all want to talk about it was an accident, but how it was an accident? He ain't hop himself in a mat, in a gym mat, and roll himself up and put himself in the corner. But that's another sub- subject for another day. I talked about that a, a good bit last week. If you ain't heard it, you need to go listen to the show. Whew. <laughs> I be getting upset and I be getting worked up because this stuff really be working my nerves, like for real. Cause I be like, yo, make it make sense. You can't make it make sense because at the end of the day, it needs to be different policies and procedures. Things need to be different, period. Period. Because whenever it comes to our lives, black lives, whenever it comes to black lives, topics and different things like that aren't taken that seriously they're talked about it's like oh yeah we'll we'll discuss this blah 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 they're talked about but nothing is done nothing is done in regards to it because it still continues to happen just another year another face another year another face another incident another thing happening another tragedy like it's just it's a continuous cycle but it's all right because i'm gonna come on here and i'm gonna talk about it at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I can to be able to stand up in the community, to be able to be the voice, because at the end of the day, somebody needs to be talking about it. But that's all I got in reference to these topics and different things like that. What I'm about to do is get into a commercial break, and then whenever I get back, I'm going to get into this interview with Jay Melody, because we got Jay Melody in the his house, and she's going to be on here talking about some things that she has coming up and different things like that. Yo, if you haven't already, make sure you can pre-order my shirts. My shirts drop tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? My shirts drop tomorrow, and all pre-orders get free shipping. I don't know if I'm going to do free shipping just for like a one-day thing tomorrow, but definitely all pre-orders get free shipping. If you don't pre-order, once they officially launch and once the shipping is starting being added, then, yo, you're just going to have to pay for shipping. But (laughs) outside of that, what else? What else? What else? It's May. It's May. We got a new 15-day challenge starting tomorrow. Boom. If you're trying to lose some weight, you're trying to get a little healthy, build your mental, all of that stuff, yo, join me. I need some more accountability partners. I'm down. Like, yo, let's go. I got my one accountability partner, Altovia. Yo, yes. She be checking in with me. We be boosting each other up. Like, yo, you got this, girl. You do this. Like, yes, girl. Woo. But anyway, let me get into this commercial break, and then I'm going to get into this interview. I right, I'll be back in a moment. <laughs> Do you have a small business that you're looking to get off the ground? 
Feel some added promotion will get you the recognition that you need? Take matters into your own hands and get your very own customized commercial made that's tailored to your business needs. Contact Moet at IamMoet at gmail.com. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. She will get your business description, budget, and the message you want to convey and develop a customized commercial just for you and your business. That's IamMoet at gmail.com. I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. Get your commercial and get in front of more people today. Please understand. Please understand. Do you have a project that you're working on that can be enhanced by some visual graphics? Working on a book and or video game and need your characters illustrated? Contact Lyanna Mitchell at llmitchellart at gmail.com. That's L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L art at gmail.com. With a degree in art and illustration, she can bring your visions to life. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter at llmitchellart. That's at L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L art. And check out her work today. Book Lyanna Mitchell for your concept art and illustration. Need someone that can brighten up your event just by walking into the room? Someone that is very personable and can motivate the masses? Then head on over to www.imoet.us. That's www.iammoet.us and book Moet to speak at and or attend your next event. Moet is a beautiful model with a strong passion to motivate the masses. She's been through a lot, so she can relate to a lot. Her skills include motivational speaking, modeling, and hosting. And that's just to name a few. Book her for your next event and or project by visiting www.imoet.us. That's www.iammoet.us. Moet, motivation over everything that trends. right now. Have you followed me on all social media platforms yet? Well, go ahead and hop on your Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Type in I am Moet. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. And make sure you hit that follow button. Wait, wait, wait. There's one more. Head on over to YouTube, you know, YouTube.com, and type in Moet LLC. That's M-O-E-T-T-L-L-C. And hit that subscribe button. I post videos every Monday and Wednesday. So get inspired and check out some dope content. You got all that? (laughs) Good. Now let's get back to the show. 
All right, we are back. For those of you guys that are just tuning in, this is Free Speech with Moet. And of course, I am Moet. You can follow me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, anything that's anything. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. Now, today, we have Jay Melody in the building. She's come to talk to us a little bit about some things that she has going on. Say hello to the people, Jay Melody. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. <laughs> My girl say good evening, good morning, all of that good stuff. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Jeez Louise. All right. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to get my camera right, y'all. Excuse me, because I don't know. Is the time counting down? We'll push it again. Now is the countdown? All right, good. All right. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. We got some technical difficulties. You know, whenever you got to be the whole camera crew and production all together at one time, you got to be trying to figure some things out and all that stuff. I mean, if anybody knows a camera person, you know, I don't got much of a budget, but we could talk about it. Definitely just hit me up, message me. Um, let's discuss some things because I definitely need <laughs> a camera person. But anyway, all right, so... Let the people know where they can find you and all that good stuff. Y'all can definitely follow me on social media on Instagram. My page is J A Y Melody Sings. It's J Melody Sings, y'all. Y'all can follow me on there. You can see my platform building. Definitely. Now I heard that you have a show coming up on May the eighth. Yeah, I do, y'all. Shout out to the promoter. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Moet for this dope ass interview. You know what I'm saying? Um May 7th, next Saturday, I have a big, big event that I'm headlining for, and it's the Culture Fest. It's going to be at Pechi, uh XLR downtown in Atlanta. So if y'all here, y'all know what I'm saying, y'all in the city, y'all already know what time it is. Y'all need to pull up, come check it out. Definitely, definitely. Now, that's, I said May 8th. It's going to be May the 7th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yes, it's Saturday, May the 7th. Uh, it's going to be dance battles, beat battles, uh, rap battles, graffiti battles. You know, you never see that. You know, people competing with their art and stuff like that. And, uh, it actually got called to headline the event. So, you know, I'm grateful for the, for the opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to step out on a bigger platform. So I'm trying to show, show y'all what I got. That's definitely going to be dope. Definitely. I'm going to do what I can to try to make sure that I attend and different things like that. Um, but outside of that, now, what do you have currently going on? Like, what, what projects are you working on? Who are you working with? Different things like that. Now, small. I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know what I'm saying, you've seen, uh, if you are a fan of mine, you know what I'm saying, I do a lot of collaborations with uh, Mommy Small. She's a very talented rapper. Um, me and her have a collaboration project that we're working on in the works that we will have snippets of on the 7th. So I can't tell everybody everything yet, but if you come on the 7th, we got a surprise for y'all. Dope, dope. <laughs> now, for those of you guys that don't know Jay Melody, she is definitely a very talented singer. I met her whenever she performed at, what was it? It was a... Um, it was a sleepover. Yeah, it was a sleepover house party. <laughs> <laughs> it was an LGBT sleepover. Like yeah. we, we met there and she was performing there and she was singing. I was like, yo, you're dope and different things like that. And then we just stayed connected from then. When was that? That was like 2018. That was, I think it was 18. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like 2018. Like yeah. So <laughs> yeah, she, she really, she's super talented. She be having a lot going on, different things like that. Now, 
currently, what are your goals as far as the music industry and as far as your career? Well, right now, um, I'm just looking to get more book gigs. You know what I'm saying? If y'all know somebody, you know what I'm saying? They need a dope ass R&B artist. You know what I'm saying? That's in Atlanta. That's willing to actually work with a budget. You know what I'm saying? Make sure they hit my line, hit me up. Um, I'm at a point to just promote myself, like I said, on a bigger, on a bigger scale, bigger platform. Um, then got the credibility to ask up. You know, everything's already, you know, official. You know what I'm saying? Now it's just, I got the projects out. Now it's just a matter of working. So I'm up, you know, for working with different artists. You know, there's so much talent out here in Atlanta. It is. You know what I mean? Um, not even just people just being instrumentalists or vocalists or stuff like that or radio personalities, but it's a lot of different dope uh, rappers and singers out here trying to make it. And, and I'm a big advocate for it's not just about one of us, it's about all of us. You know what I'm saying? So it's about pushing each other. And if we all on a on a right aspect, on a right grind, you know what I'm saying? Why not work together and push that door open? Right. That's a fact. That's a fact. That is a fact. And what she said, she said it's not all about, what what she said? It's not about one of us, it's about all of us. You know it's not about one of us, it's about all of us. That goes to hand in hand with each one, teach one, different things like that. Like, definitely collaborate what coach stormy says collaboration is a new currency so you got to be able to collaborate you got to be able to connect with different people you got to be able to associate yourself with different people and work hand in hand with different people and be able to work like for real and i'm talking about serious people not people that just talk about it but people that talk about it and they're gonna be about it like period but what's another question i don't know like i'm i don't know i should have wrote down some questions I sort of wrote down some questions and different things like that. Um, let's see. You already talked about your projects. You talked about what you have coming up. Do you have any other events coming up outside of the May the 7th? Um, we have uh, a couple of events that we're trying to plan out to where we can get um, another collaboration of different personalities in the industry. That's not just artists, but, you know, painters, uh, radio personalities, different vendors, um, uh, combining, you know, all talents to where we can push more of Atlanta and not just depend on these people that we think are, you know, there for us. These promoters out here, they looking for themselves, out for themselves. Not gonna, not trying to hold out, you know, against these promoters and stuff like that. But nine times out of ten, it's about the money for them. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of people know that when you go to these competitions, you go to these open mics and stuff like that. That's why you don't see some of the same artists. You know what I'm saying? Going back and forth to those places anymore because they already know they you already got your winner. You know what I'm saying? You already got your stuff that y'all got going on. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just really trying to, of course, you know, it's appreciated for the exposure. But uh, if you really, I really, I really believe if you really trying to push professionally towards your music and do it and, and do something big in the industry, that you got to step yourself outside of a comfort zone, outside of your city, but also push it at the same time. Don't be afraid to bring people with you it's not like people be quick to say you know what i'm saying no i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave this person i'm not gonna bring nobody with me i'm gonna leave them down they should have been here with me not like no like if you got the resource that's what people's problem is if you got the resources if you got the ability to help somebody <laughs> learn one teach one you know what i'm saying right you learn something you teach it you know what i'm saying it's up to them to pick it up or not if they don't pick it up then you leave it behind but if at least you say okay i tried to teach you because I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm going. I'm going where we going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. And and if you ain't trying to, if you ain't trying to step up to to learn exactly what it is, what it takes to get there, then that's the only reason why why you got left because you chose to be left. Right. And so, for the people 
that are watching or the people that listen or the people that go back and listen to this, what that may be aspiring to be an artist or maybe aspiring to get into the music industry and different things like that. What is a piece of advice that you would give them? Don't second guess yourself. Um, I know my biggest thing when I started was second guessing everything. I didn't know how to take pictures. I don't, I don't like, you know what I'm saying? Doing all the face card things and having to put yourself out there. But it's, it's so many minor limitations that people set for themselves that you could really break out of because it's, it's so simple if you enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you sing, you catch yourselves, you, you walk, you probably walk down the sidewalk, walk, be in the shower, be in the store, just singing a song, humming a song, knowing you, could go home write it down you know what i'm saying go pay that fifty dollars a hundred dollars that you better go use on something stupid and go in the booth you know what i'm saying go record the next thing you know it's a hit lil nas x paid 35 dollars for that old town road song he paid 35 dollars for that oh really just 35 dollars. he just paid 35 dollars. oh wow i didn't and know he, that and he blew up off of it because he knew the right people but of course he's a very likable person you know yeah. what i'm saying he was around the right people you know he was around billy ray and all them people and stuff like that but at the same time he took a step to okay let me put this together pat like it was something simple and he was like let me just push it next thing you know it blew up he's out of school he's doing this and doing that it, it might sound extreme because i'm naming a mainstream artist but i'm showing you how simple it is because that it was a kid it's not like you know a grown adult that's in investing money doing this and this he just had a couple of dollars and just said hey i want to do something that i like and and believed in it you know what i'm saying if a kid can do it why can't we right that's a fact now i know you mentioned like you you said that you why do you want to spend that 50 to 100 dollars that you're going to spend on some bs anyway and investing yourself Mm -hmm. so in regards to investing how important is investing in your career how what would you say in regards to that no that's everything that's everything. If you don't, it take money to make it. So if you're not investing in yourself, then you're just going to be staying dormant in whatever state of mind or whatever place that you at. Because it's not just about the physical things that you can do, you know what I'm saying, when investing in yourself. It's mentally. You mentally are helping yourself when you invest in yourself because it's like you're, you're motivating yourself. You don't need a third, second, fourth, fifth party, you know what I'm saying, to say, oh, you're good, you're this and this because you're pushing yourself, you know what I'm saying? So whatever extra credibility you get is just bonus. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when you, I believe, when you invest back into everything, like, and you see it paid back tenfold, it, it makes it feel that much better instead of just getting that money from somebody else. And now you're having to pay that person back. You don't feel like you've done enough. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not getting as much back as if you got that same money that they use and invested it yourself. You, you don't need, you know what I'm saying, anybody else to say, okay, here's five hundred dollars you can go do this and this is exciting it's cool you know what i'm saying i appreciate it but nine times out of ten like i said people be looking out for themselves you can get five hundred dollars in a month and i know y'all can you know what i'm saying use that all you need is a hundred for a good studio session a good couple hours you know what i'm saying use the four for promotion next thing you know you got to hit this out here viral you know what i'm saying and that's really on the path road that i'm on right now you know what i'm saying that's why i'm here doing this interview with you you know what i'm saying that's why i'm here trying to talk to the people now because Cause I'm coming. Right. <laughs> you definitely are. Now, whenever it comes to like music, being an artist, different things like that, you know, you have your independent artists and then you have your artists that are signed and different things like that. How would you say, would you say that it's important to be signed or how would you feel? Do you think like is, how, what is your weigh in on being independent versus being signed? No, I don't. I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a lot of help. It's a lot of um, exposure and, 
you know, um, you get different networking abilities when it does when it comes to being signed with certain labels that, you know, give you access to meet with certain people and things like that. But you do not need to be signed to to be successful in the music industry at all because I'm booking my own shows. You know what I'm saying? I'm promoting myself. I book my own studio sessions, recording my own sessions. I make, you know what I'm saying? Making my own little promo videos. I'm doing. I'm, I'm out here doing it. Yes, you have to have a team though. You have to have a team. Not a man. Not having a manager does not mean you do not have to have a team. Not having signed to a label does not mean you do not have a team. You you have to have a team. You cannot do it alone though. That's the biggest thing. People fail because. They feel like, okay, if I'm not signed, then I'll just push myself and do this. No, I have a team. I have a team that believes in me just like I believe in them. And that's the reason why I'm as, I'm as successful as I am, because of them. And how would you, I know you said that you have to have a team. Like, that's with anything, with anything. Mm-hmm. Even with what we're doing now. Like, you see how I'm running too. around. Yeah. You see how I'm running around here. It's like, like, I'm being, yeah, I'm being like Tyler Perry. I'm being like Tyler Perry whenever mm-hmm. he was doing Medea, playing all the parts. That's how he came up with that. Mm-hmm. But in regards to building a team, how would you build the team? How would you build the team up? Like, how do you pick the right people to be able to have on your team? It's off, of, it's, off of, it's off of trust. You know what I'm saying? You can't just go online and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for this person, this person, this person. You really got to build relationships with people. Um, you really have to be in a point of mindset where you can sit with somebody in a business room and be like, okay, I know this person's not going to stink me because I know at the same time I can go out to eat with this person with my family. You know what I'm saying? You got to have that kind of relationship with the people that you know are going to work with you because you know for a fact they're going to respect you as much as you respect them. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't work with somebody you can't listen to. Like if I can't sit in a room with you, and if you have to walk out of a room when you when you get on the phone, or if you got to talk to your family, you talk something different. Like you speaking different, you don't talk the same. Like you talking while you in here with me, I can't trust you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, that's not gonna work because that means you got a whole different face that you got going on. I need I need you 100, percent and that's how I know who to work with. You know what I'm saying? Of course, everybody got the talents. You got all these different engineers, personalities, cameramen. You got all these different people that do the same thing differently, but the same thing. You know what I'm saying? But you got to know how to decipher. You got to really pray for that mind, that that mindset, that 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 spirit of discernment. You know what I'm saying? That's a real that's a real prayer that I believe in. That I feel like everybody should believe in because it lets you see things for what they are. And when you do see them, you got to know it, understand it, and move about it how you should. Right. I agree. I totally agree. Now, jumping back to the independent versus being signed. If you were, if you were presented from someone being signed, would you sign with someone and why or why not? At the moment, I would want to get myself, um, with a bigger catalog before I would sign with anybody because it's like I could sign with them. But then what What more do I have to, you know what I'm saying? I, what more do I have to show for it? You know what I'm saying? You looking for, like, mainstream this and this. I'm, I'm starting, like, mind you, y'all, May the 7th is going to be my first headlining show, my first paid gig. You know what I'm saying? I'm very excited for it. But, mind you, you still got these other artists out here that are trying to get signed. that have done Coachella and all these other um, major festivals that I'm getting to. I've done South by Southwest. I've been on The Voice. You know what I'm saying? I've done a few things. You know what I'm saying? I performed for uh, Barack Obama's first inauguration. You know what oh, I'm wow, saying? Oh, wow, that's nice. Um, I've, done, I've done a few things that I'm proud of, you know, but I just know 
you just I just know I want to be at a bigger aspect before I just sit there and sign myself over to somebody because I want to know that if something doesn't go right with them, I can still take care of myself without depending on somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And so I know, like, you know, me and you know, in reference to doing your thing, working in any type of industry, regardless. We know how important promotion is. How would you say promotion is in regards to the music industry whenever it comes to pushing your music because you know you got these certain artists that they have hits like you i'm sure you've listened to some people's songs where you like what are you doing so what would you say to them in regards to that that's funny me and my brother was actually uh shout out to yellow man you know what i'm saying um yeah, he was just having this conversation early because a lot of it's like i said there's a lot of talent that we got within the group you know what i'm saying um that could be on a bigger platform with these artists that are, they, you know what I'm saying, not saying they don't have a bad sound, but we, you know what I'm saying, we matching it, you know what I'm saying, and I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm seeing, you know what I'm saying, these people go from 12, 1300 views to 244,000 views in, in less than a month, and I'm like, okay, what are they doing? They're, they're buying ads, you know what I'm saying, those little little cheesy little uh, comments that you see on the bottom of Instagram pages, be like, DM us on this page and stuff like that, no, they're really doing it. They're really DMing the pages. They're really posting these people and promoting on these pages that got a million, two million, three million followers. Uh, people in their circle might not go to their pages or follow them, but those million of people or two million, three million that follow them are looking at it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's a consistent push. They, like the Again, that comes with what you spend with your money. Like, okay, you spent now. Now you're in the process of, okay, you went to the studio. Now you got a project. Okay, don't use that $500 now on something stupid. Now use that 500 on the promotion. You know what I'm saying? Go give that $50 to that page with 3 million followers. You know what I'm saying? So that way they can put your post on there. They can, you know what I'm saying? They can they can build you up and stuff like that. But it's just having the right visuals, the right footage, knowing exactly what you want to push. And once you do, it's up. You just go. You just go from there. You know what I'm saying? And that's really it. Once you get that money put it to the side, do what you got to do, even if it's $25 a week. One thing my mom always tells me, $25 a week, um, well, at least get you $100 a month, you know what I'm saying? And that's $100 more than you was going to use on your promotion if you weren't doing anything, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that's two fifty what, $50 on each page. That's two pages, 6 million people looking at your stuff that you never expected to look at it. Next thing you know, next month, you could have... 20,000 followers from 5,000 just by being smart. Right, right. And just to piggyback off of that, I would just say, because, I mean, I have paid for promotion through different pages and different things like that. I would just say, make sure that you're vetting those pages first. Like, mm -hmm. don't just go off of, because people will DM to spam and all of that all day. Right. And don't be talking about nothing. Right. So just make sure that you're paying attention to that and different things like that. But is my camera flashing? Is it still going? <laughs> I know. But is the time still going? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I be having to make sure because everything be all different type of ways. But really, I mean, I don't really have any other questions. Like, do you have anything specifically that you would want to talk about? Different things like that? tune in i be listening to you you know y'all make sure y'all download a highly unique radio state uh app you know what i'm saying for i am a you know her um uh real talk with my 
podcast you know everything that she talks about is current everything she talks about is important it's uh definitely information that you will want to know for the community and the kids but you know um i really feel like you know stuff like this should be should be done more you know what i'm saying i really feel like there's a lot of things a lot of things that uh that people sleep on when it comes to like actually motivating yourself and stuff like that and your show actually does that so you know um the topics like you were talking about earlier with the kids and stuff like that is i didn't even know that you know what i'm saying y'all she was i don't know if y'all heard it y'all tuned in early i'm sure you did if y'all been here rocking with her for these past couple of hours you know what i'm saying this woman was talking about you know these kids that are being lost in the defect system i bet y'all i mean i'm pretty sure y'all know kids are out there but i bet y'all y'all don't know they're getting lost you know what i'm saying like y'all don't know that these people are out here really still needing care really still needing to be found like y'all need to y'all need to really tap in but outside of that like I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. But the only thing that I want to say is that whatever you're doing, whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, of course, yes, I'm going to drop my motivational speech tomorrow on Monday. I know I skipped last week, but definitely just make sure that whatever it is that you're going through, whatever life is trying to kick your butt, just know that your breakthrough is on the other side. Just know that your greatness is on the other side. Just know that you can make it. I don't care what nobody else say. I don't care how your family might not be supporting you, your partner. If your partner ain't supporting you, first of all, you need to get rid of them. That's a fact. You need to go ahead and get rid of them. You could tell them I said that. But right. <laughs> you definitely, you, even, it don't matter if nobody else is supporting you. You gotta be the person that supports yourself and motivates yourself. And you gotta make up in your mind that you're not gonna give up. That you're not gonna quit. That you're gonna keep going. That you're not gonna stop regardless. But that's all I have to say. I'm gonna step away so I can finish getting everything wrapped up. Mm-hmm. But, Jay Melanie, let the yes, people ma'am. know. Like, give give them a little bit of you. Give them a little bit of who you are and your voice. Like, sing, yeah. Like, sing, sing a little something for the people, and then let them know where to find you and all of that good stuff. And then we gonna close this thing out. So we gonna so we gonna give y'all a little snippet. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a song. That I'm gonna be performing on the seventh. If y'all come in, if y'all come check it out, y'all come out of Atlanta and y'all can make it to Apache. Check out the link in my bio, J A Y Melody Sings on Instagram, and y'all can hear the rest of the song. But I'm gonna need a beat. You can give me one. Hey, can you give me one? Can you do it? No. <laughs> can you give me one more? Way? <laughs> it's a snack. Come on. Y'all know how the pencil things go when y'all was in school. And they, <laughs> she ain't got no really up. <laughs> it's like, come capture the picture of this moment. We are zooming on my body, don't lose focus. If I get nervous, I act like I don't notice. Get on top and ride it, baby, girl, control it. You gotta give it to me now. You got the room, gon' show out. Put your back into it, gonna do it, I'ma blow it out. I just want your time, time, time. I'm trying to make you mine, mine, mine. All right, now let the people know where they can find you at. All right, y'all can find me at 
J-A-Y Melody Sings. That's J Melody Sings on Instagram, y'all. Help me build up this platform. You know what I'm saying? It's a music page, but it's in the growing because I'm coming. Yes. All right, y'all. Shouts out to J Melody in the building we're about to get out of here that is the end of the show for those of you guys that are just tuning in you just missed an amazing show on my facebook live of course i'm gonna keep the show live until i drop it across all of the platforms that it's supposed to be dropped on but definitely make sure that you tune in each and every sunday if you haven't already download the highly unique radio app set your alarms whatever you got to do tune in each and every sunday 2 p.m i'm on here running my mouth about some real life issues and you never know who i might have in the building i'm just getting started on this interview thing so definitely tune in tap in remember that the shirts drop tomorrow remember that i'm gonna drop a video tomorrow remember i got a 15 day challenge that is starting tomorrow so tap in tap in tap in keep tapping in because you ain't seen the last of me yet and it's just gonna continue elevating and for those of you guys that continue to tap in and continue to support me continue to be here with me i just want to say thank you so much thank you i love you guys for continuously being here for me along this journey and it's only getting better it's only elevating and things are just going to keep going up all right remember that life is too short to be anything but motivated now get out there and turn your dreams into a vision and make this your reality all right i'll see you guys next week bye